0: morning Dana can you hear me
1: I can good morning Anirvan. Uh, good afternoon or good afternoon yes. it's afternoon for me but thank you for getting up so early to chat with me this afternoon or today right now. Uh, I love
0: the, <laughs> I, I love the topic you know I thought we can uh, get initiated at least we have one more minute to go I love the topic you've picked it's uh, so it's a contemporary topic it's a topic that impacts all of us. And, yeah. uh, you know, in, impacts our families, impacts our friends, and impacts how we live. So, um, yeah, <laughs> I'm really interested in, in having this discussion with you.
1: Yeah, definitely top of mind and, you know, just impacting so many people, like you said. Um, I guess we have another a minute officially before we get started.
0: Yeah, so we'll, we'll not start on the topic until... Uh, until we sort of hit 4 4 p.m. Eastern time, 6 a.m. Sydney time, if we have anyone here from the Southern Hemisphere listening. Uh, Not sure if we have someone, (laughs) but it's pretty dark outside (laughs) Uh, for anyone here. It's it's 6 p.m. or 6 a.m. Dana, you want to start?
1: Sure. Yes. Well, first of all, thank you um, for waking up, and thank you, every everybody, for joining us. Um, we are going to be talking about the global impact of the Delta variant. Um, and Nirbhan, just for people who may not know, you're in Sydney right now. It's six a.m. there, and what's going on? You guys are on lockdown again.
0: Yeah. So we're in lockdown. Sort of Delta variant is uh, you know rummaging its way through in Sydney. Uh, we're not doing that many cases, so our tolerance for, um, um, for locking down is pretty low in terms of case numbers. So we're doing probably last, yesterday's case number was about 350 in Sydney. Um, that's not a lot by many global standards, but you know we've sort of been on a, a quasi, I'd say, elimination strategy until, uh, you know, it's not officially stated to be an elimination strategy like it is in New Zealand, uh, but it is quasi elimination strategy and yeah, each state, uh, so like you know, uh, I mean, of Australia decides on its own how they're going to, and how they're going to go about this. But New South Wales, where I live, which is where Sydney is, has been sort of the most um, open in terms of saying, okay, you know, you can't eliminate this thing, so we'll, you know, we will, we. will We'll do lockdowns when we absolutely have to, but with the Delta variant, Delta variant actually spreads very quickly. Yep. So we were a bit late, maybe, to lockdown, and and now sort of <laughs> we have been locked down. We've been now locked lockdown for six weeks, and it looks like we might be locked down until November. Uh, at which point our vaccination rates should catch up. Our action we're behind on vaccinations. That's the other reason. So you know we were probably twenty percent of our population, um, maybe twenty five percent of our population now uh, with the first vaccine. Uh, or the first shot of the two-shot vaccines, um, and maybe lower percentages is just fully back vaccinated since so we you know our population coverage is low. So those are the sort of reasons. Is homeschooling and all going on? Uh, it's it's a different scenario from what you have in the state because you yes. know you have uh, had vaccines available for a while. I'll turn yeah. it over to you.
1: Yeah, and and you know it's interesting because I'm in Houston. And, you know, we're having, you know, the, the Texas Medical Center, which is one of the largest medical centers in the world, is reporting, you know, just being inundated with cases of the Delta variant. Um, and, you know, there, there's you know certainly concern um, for the, the number of people that have it, especially as school is starting. Um, you know, we have... Um, in, in our local community. Um, school starts next week. Some of the schools have already started this past week. Um, and, you know, it's just, you know, just more opportunity for this virus to spread, especially for children um, under the age of 12, um, you know, who are, are unable to be vaccinated.
0: That, that's that's right. I mean, that, that's, a, that's a very interesting point, right? So, um, the, the vaccines are maybe, hopefully, maybe the vaccines at some point get approved for people five and above. And, yeah. and that, that addresses some of these concerns. But that, is, that has been actually one of my concerns, too. Right now in Australia, for example, uh, vaccines are only approved 12 to 16 for immunocompromised children right? So I'm thinking in my mind, I'm not sending my daughter to school, even if they open the school, and even if the adults are vaccinated, because, I mean, you know, uh, I just, you know, I know, I fully understand this, that that children are less likely to fall sick. But, you know, like, no, I don't know, I don't want to take the 1%, 2% risk, if I know that the vaccine is going to be approved, you know, here in Australia, for example, in the, in the next few months, when we have enough supply for the children, you know, 12 and above. But, you know, if I was a, Parent of a five, six-year-old, I would have those <laughs> doubts in my mind as to you know what's going to happen. So it's
1: yeah.
0: it's a really interesting scenario.
1: Yes, well, and you know it's it's interesting because you know we were kind of at this point, or at least you know I was as a business owner thinking you know okay, come September we're going to be in a much better place. You know more people are going to be vaccinated. We're going to have the virus under control. And now we have this new variant. And, you know, parents, you know, schools don't know what to do. Businesses don't know what to do. And, you know, a lot of businesses that were hoping to be back on target, you know, back on track for, you know, their growth are now, you know, questioning whether or not that's going to be able to happen just because, you know, we're kind of going back to where we were, you know, six months ago, a year ago.
0: That, that's right. I mean,
1: the, you know, if, it, it sounds like, so here's, here's,
0: I have, I think there's a model country up north of you guys called Canada. Um, <laughs> and, and the way I call it a model country is I think they have got, I think what I call the most, is very balanced and um, I think a pretty open-ended plan as to what it, so their vaccination rates are among the highest in the world right now. Uh, I think they've got 80% of their population with at least one shot, um, which has basically said, well, they've now opened, uh, they have opened or they're soon about to open the border with the U.S. Then in a the month, they're going to be opening the border with the internet, uh, with the world for anyone who's vaccinated with an approved vaccine. Now, there's a list of approved vaccine and things like that. I haven't got into the details, but I think that's very interesting because they are sort of moving into this phase and Singapore, uh, you know, which is sort of, you know, near near us has also announced similar plans We're basically saying like, look, we're not going to get rid of uh, COVID uh, or coronavirus of, and it's going to be mutating in some form or the other. But, you know, thus far the, the, the results, you know, I guess here's an Australian perspective, right? So we have people in, and I'm, I'm sorry, I'm jumping around, but this is going to go back to Canada very quickly. The, it is easy to count case counts, and case counts look scary, right? But I think the main number, once you have a certain level of vaccination, is hospitalization. And this is the number which I find very interesting from Australia, is of all the people in the ICU here in New South Wales, there's only one person, I think, thus far, who has had a vaccine. And that also, they've only had one shot of, I believe, of the AstraZeneca, right? So... It is the vaccines thus far, including for Delta variant, uh, are doing what they're supposed to do to just keep people out of hospitals, right? And that's fascinating. Um, And what Singapore, uh, I'll turn it over to you, And Singapore has said that, you know, once we have vaccinations at enough level, enough uh, numbers, then we basically are not going to count cases. We're going to basically look at the number of people in hospital, number of people who are seriously ill, number of people who are taking up ICU beds. Right. And that's I think the Canadian plan as well. So they're going to do this test and trace and things like that for people. They're doing free anybody who comes into Canada, even if they're vaccinated, I think they have to take a coronavirus uh, or a COVID test. Mm-hmm. Uh, government is paying for that, and then basically they're just tracking. Um, and and hopefully, I think that you know these two countries become models in, in in the in the sense that you know this is the way forward. Because I don't want to live in a, in a cage. I want to travel around the world. I want to have freedom. Freedom is very important to me. So yeah. I'll turn it over to you, Dana.
1: Yeah, no, and, and I just <laughs> wanted to um, you know, comment that you lived in Canada as well. So you, you know, have that level of expertise to talk about their system and your experience there
0: i was going to say that you know actually my father lives in uh, new brunswick uh, in canada so like you know my you know my parents have been living in canada for over 20 years now so uh, it's a country i'm very closely familiar with because you know i go there often or mm-hmm. i have gone there often when we could so i understand yeah. what's going on there i talk to my dad so
1: yeah. Well, you know, and, and it, it's definitely hard that, you know, like you can't visit your family. Um, you know, we're we're a global um, society now. And, you know, this this virus and this variant has definitely make it made it difficult to visit family. Um, you know, I was able to go visit my family. It was the first time I had seen them in three years, actually. And it was so good that we were able, you know, we were all vaccinated and, you know, we're able to, to get together. But now, you know, it's interesting, you know, with the, the rise of the Delta variant, you know, I think, you know, people are considering not traveling, you know, again, reverting back to where we were months ago. In fact, I heard, you know, Southwest Airlines, you know, they had recovery in Q2, but now they're thinking that, you know, salesmen may not, um, you know, they may not continue that level of growth um, in Q3. So they're kind of, you know, worried about those numbers. So, you know, we'll, we'll see how, how that goes. Again, you know, a lot of the businesses you know, were expecting um, to be at a, a higher level of growth, you know, more recovery, um, and, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely complicating things, um, you know, setting back our expectations.
0: Dinner, that is so that's fantastic that you brought us back from you know talking about viruses can actually be a spiral of its own, right so, <laughs> so, but, but you got brought us back very nicely into investing with that Southwest Airlines angle about sort of what they're thinking, what they're seeing in Q3. So let, let's talk a little bit about you know what does it mean for, uh, for investing I guess you know in the uh, there's a like, medium term issue. Uh, of, um, I guess, what sort of businesses might be impacted, what sort of businesses are like to have a favorable head, you know, be head, see a headwind, what sort of business actually might have tailwind, right? Because we have seen, um, you know, the pandemic has actually been a blessing in disguise in some sense for some businesses, right? Yeah. So because like you take the digital businesses, right? All of these businesses, we all knew that these businesses are sort of the future. And these are going to keep growing. But all of a sudden, for many companies, it, it became very clear that if you didn't have a digital plan, you are so much in this, you know, in this mud stuck. Yes. So, so a lot of companies got their digital plan uh, supercharged. So, you know, I guess I'm mean, just interested in what you think about, I guess, let's take a couple of industries. What's going to happen maybe with retail? What's going to happen with, say, healthcare? What might happen with, uh, with, with digital and software? So just interested your take on that.
1: Yeah, well, you know, it's it's so you know, I think the biggest thing is, you know, the businesses that are dependent on in-person interaction, um, you know, they've been hit by the pandemic and you know, they're they're continuing to see that that lag in recovery. Um, you know, as we have you know, the, these new variants, um, and the surges, you know, so, you know, th- you know, a lot of companies in the healthcare industry. So that's, that's, um, you know, my lane, that's, you know, that the area um, that I'm most familiar work- with, I've worked in the industry for 30 years now. So it's something that I'm very familiar with. And, you know, a lot of times people think that, you know, in the healthcare industry, because, you know, all these, um, you know, care workers are, you know, at the front line of the pandemic, that these Businesses are doing well, but not necessarily because that's not where they make their revenue. Um, You know, a lot of times revenue is coming from, you know, um, elective surgeries or, you know, interactions that, you know, are putting, put on hold because of the pandemic so that, you know, spaces can be freed for people who have um, the virus and, and need that care. So, um, you know, th- th- that industry, you know, has definitely been impacted and, you know, is, is, still recovering, you know, some more so than others. And, you know, certainly um, um businesses that have a digital solution that was already in place or they were easily able to pivot into that solution, you know, so offering virtual care um, and, you know, some sort of, you know, digital interaction um, are, are doing, you know, much better, are able to recover faster. Um, but you know, it's, it's certainly hard. And I think that applies, you know, for retail as well. Um, you know, I, I personally, um, I'm the type of person that likes to touch stuff, right. So I have a hard time shopping online and, and you know, I've had to, you know, shift, um, but you know, it's, it's not necessarily something that, um, you know I, I like to do normally so you know I'd love to be able just to you know spend time in a store and you know try things on and touch things and you know that kind of thing um, and you know I, I know that a lot of you know retail providers you know have updated their websites you know have a better e-commerce solution um, to um, kind of transition and it'll be interesting to see You know, I mean, most people are not like me. I realize that, Um, you know, and, you know, some of these digital solutions and virtual solutions stick post-pandemic and, you know, people are just more comfortable, you know, ordering things online. I know my brother hasn't been to the grocery store, you know, ever, like for a very long time. So, um, you know, pretty much since, you know, when the pandemic started, he still hasn't been to the grocery store. So, you know, I think it's just different for everybody.
0: Uh, I'll just add uh, quickly that um, maybe Amazon's forecast that, you know, they're going to see lower sales in this coming quarter. is <laughs> not going to be true. At least <laughs> I am doing my bit because I have stacks of boxes every day come from, like, you know, because Amazon would supply you like, and if you want one soy milk, you know, they'll send you that. You want sugar, they'll send you that. <laughs> you want cereal, they'll send you that. So I don't know and I've, you know, and I've just, you know, my wife is a bit like you. She doesn't, you know, she likes to touch and feel things, but she's gotten used to this Amazon app, you know, and then, you know, I just see all these things that get ordered. So maybe digital is going to stick is what my theme, and I think, you know, e-commerce, I think it's going to have this permanent lift that, you know, people are just going back from, you know, shopping to, you know, going retail shopping to going shopping online. Maybe online is going to just, you know, see this permanent shift. Even those people who, you know, never shopped online. They're going to, they've become familiar with shopping online. Yeah. And I think digital technologies, a lot of them are very thick, very sticky. Um, you know, if, uh, if you, you know, you're using your phone or your device for doing those things. And if you, you know, for example, telehealth, you talked to on your know, telehealth, probably, you know, telehealth is a big deal now here in Australia. Um, you know, all the doctors are now, you know, gone to telehealth uh, models. So I think some of these things are probably going to stick because of the, uh, the convenience factors that they, offer. Um, yeah, it's great chatting. You, you, I'll turn it over to you to sort of do concluding thoughts. We, we are already at 6.15, so you probably have a minute maybe to wrap up.
1: All right. Yeah, no, I, I think that, you know, the word that you use, convenience, is, is key. And I think that that, you know, is something that we've kind of learned to um, expect. And, you know, maybe one of the good things that's going to come from all of this is that we'll keep that convenience um, you know, but but hopefully, you know, we kind of get this um, this Delta variant under control so that that we can roam and, you know, see each other in person and you know travel and see our families and all those things. Um, but I'll just wrap that up now. And thank you, everyone, for joining us. Um, I don't. I. I don't know what else I'm supposed to say. Just thank you, and I think we have another episode tomorrow. No, we don't, because tomorrow's Friday. Um, we do have a um, seven investing now um, at noon um, Eastern time um, tomorrow, I believe, um, and then we're back here on Monday.
0: Thank you, Dana. Thanks everyone okay. for coming in.
1: Thanks, Cheers. guys. Bye-bye. Bye, bye. Bye.